is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Again, today we've got Eric on with us, talk about some Star Wars. Uh, I will give you all a fair warning that, um, well, Eric and I talk chiefly by Skype while I'm driving. In this case, uh, he was driving also, and there there's some audio glitches. Uh, I've done my best to edit out the, the worst parts of them, but there, there still may be some artifacts in there uh, for which I, I pre-apologize. Um, but uh, I, I hope you enjoy the content anyway, and uh, without any further ado, here here we go. Well, I... Um... I watched uh, a bit of the Star Wars Episode Six again last night. Um, yeah. I'm, for some reason, I'm, I mean, I've tried to watch it multiple times, but I'm starting and it's very end, like late at the day, so I've only successfully watched the full episode one time. But I've seen the <laughs> opening probably six. So like. <laughs> so the, the 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 beginning sequences you've got down. You've got locked down. I got down. it down. I mean, you. I right. almost would know their names, but that's still not the case. <laughs> Uh, still not there though. No, no. He he drops off in the hangar and he starts talking to his bearded friend. And I'm like, all right, got this going on. And then and then a couple showings, I get to the point where he talks to Bill Burr, which is the comedian. Uh, which right. I was like, is that is that Bill Burr? And I'm like, yes, it is. It, it, um, it most certainly is. And that was cool. I liked I like seeing that. Um, and then I think yeah. And then uh, maybe one or two more sessions I get when he meets the rest of the guys. And and um, <laughs> last night I think I got to the point where they were. You know, Baby Yoda was discovered, and I don't know where oh, I fall asleep. And then, and then yeah. oh, I don't get, I dude, I don't get to the actual sequence, like when they're actually in. <laughs> you know, only the one time, only the one time we watched it. Well, um, you know, you, you've seen it once, uh, so that, that's good. No, well, you know, this episode is basically going to be me saying, Todd, tell me about these characters. Uh, <laughs> like you know, you know that is essentially what this is going to be. Because I, I had one original, I had one thought. I was like, um, I'm glad that they released Guardians of the Galaxy 3 early. Okay. Because that is what I, that is what I, that's what I felt this episode was. Have you seen the Guardians of the Galaxy? Please tell me I, yes. I've seen the, I've seen the first two, yeah. Yeah. I well, didn't this, realize this, this seemed no. This seemed like a Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what it seemed like to me. It was just like you got your muscle, you got your you know acrobatic like badass chick, you got your comedy right. relief, you know, uh, you got your guy that's uh, you know Bill Burr was Rocket Raccoon. So I, <laughs> no, you know, you see what I'm saying? I was like, you know, and then uh, the Batista or, or Drax character was the right. was the Horn Fellow. Um, you know, Groot would have. Yeah, for yeah, exactly. Reference. Yeah. Yep. So that's what I thought. Not, not that that was a problem. I mean, it's no, you know, it was a unique take on a story. I enjoyed it. Um, of course, I enjoyed most of the, um, the back, you know, the, the callbacks to different characters. Right. So, but overall, it was, it was fun. It, you know, I don't know if it really progressed the plot. I don't think it did, did it? <laughs> I mean, except for maybe a couple questions. I think it helped character development for the Mandalorian. Yeah. showing what he's yeah. about I, I i agree yeah i don't i don't know that it, you know in terms of overarching plot it 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 did a whole lot but again i like like i said you know uh, I, I don't know that that's necessarily 
something that bothers me all that much. Like if there if there is an overarching plot and they start doing that, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate that. That that's not gonna be the worst thing to happen. But I think I think at this point, six episodes in, they've kind of established that look, this is gonna be episodic adventures that you know, have something of a through line with this baby Yoda stuff. But if you're expecting it to be some, you know, epic, um, you know, super detailed, highly complex, overarching plot, you're you're maybe not watching the right show. And I'm yeah. okay with that. So yeah. Um yeah, I hadn't put together the uh the Guardians of the Galaxy uh parallels there. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely correct. Um just wasn't the first thing that popped into my head. Um but that's that that's a legit point. I get behind but that. That I have any issue with it. I just was like, all right, well, this oh, is kind no. of you know, they're they're out on a little mission, they're doing their thing, and and that was you know that was cool. Um, yeah. so I thought it was a fine episode. It was a fun episode. Um, what generally was your thought? I liked it. Um, again, it it kind of see to me, I didn't go straight to Guardians of the Galaxy. I, of course, went straight to um, role-playing games because that is very much a an, an RPG situation. Cause yeah. When, when, well, because when you're playing, you you one of the things you want to do, or, or most most folks like to do, is you know have have a balanced sort of party composition. You know, so you've got you know. You've got the muscle who's good in melee combat. You've got, you know, a guy who's good at good at ranged combat. You've got, you know, somebody who's, you know, dexterous and sneaky to, you know, do the acrobatic nonsense. You know, if it were if it were D and D, there'd be a wizard in there somewhere to help out with the the magic side. You know, there'd be there'd be a, a cleric or a priest or some other kind of healer involved. Like, you know, being Star Wars and having played the the Star Wars game, like that was a pretty good representation of what a, a typical um, Star Wars adventuring party would look like. Um, especially if you're you're playing a game that's less based on, you know, the rebellion and more, you know, fringe characters. And that that's what struck me, which again is right right up my alley. So Absolutely. You know, um you know, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um it was uh, it was a little uncomfortable at um, just because Bill Burr was kind of a dick and you know he he's in charge of the gang and doesn't really have a whole lot of control over the gang was was a little little weird and particularly the the you know they're all hanging out in in uh, Mando's cargo hold and they're just taking turns giving him a ration. And, and messing with him and it's like that that's not cool people what, what, what's wrong with you he's letting you use your ship he's part of your crew and you're gonna you know call him a gungan and threaten to take his helmet off when you know damn well that's not his jam like not cool yeah yeah seemed uh seemed a bit bullyish but i guess that's what you would expect from people that are you know criminals and um and so forth i didn't i didn't necessarily have an issue with uh with uh, bill burr being a dick so, I, oh, no, I mean, I mean I that, made, that made sense for his character and it worked out. It just made for made for some, you know, awkward uh, cargo hold situations. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know. I, um, so let's uh, let's get into the mix here, Todd, and tell me a little bit about our double friend. 
Devor, Devalorian? Is that is that what they are? <laughs> Devaronian. Devaronian. Oh, yeah. Right. All right. So we originally saw him in, uh, or not this guy, but the the sneak peek was a uh, he was drinking a uh, like a cup of something in the original uh, cantina scene and hope. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Um, like smiling in like the corner. Yeah, and if I'd had um, the forethought to, I could have told you his name and, um, and, and, no. and, and given you a little better backstory on him. I can't, uh, yeah, right now his name escapes me, but uh, the one that was in uh, episode four, Drinking in the Cantina, um, <clears throat> if memory serves, was an alcoholic, like a drunk. Um, <clears throat> oh, good. Yeah, and I believe he was like an informant or snitch type person or rumor monger of some of some some type, um, information broker. Let's call him um, of okay. dubious scruples. Uh, okay. Um, sure. Okay. Well, that's uh. And they uh. I mean, what? I, I, again, I could have I could have brushed up on this and just you know was too lazy and didn't think to. Um, Deveronians, um, if memory serves, comes from a, a a pretty like volcanic hot type planet, which um, is why later on in the fight sequence when Mando unleashes the flamethrowers right in his face, it doesn't really bother, dude. Yeah. Because they're 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 all very. Yeah. Um, heat resistant and uh yeah which which you know plays a little heavy on the whole devil motif like they look like devils and you know they they live in hell and they're heat you know whatever but you know it works it's fine it's all good um i thought this was an interesting take on 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 the deveronian folk because um this is the first time i've seen one really on display as you know just pure muscle um i i've always seen them portrayed or envisioned them as folks who were a little more um a little more cunning and a little more more wily and and not necessarily all just i'm gonna wreck face um sort of deal so that was that was a nice twist for me um yeah i don't know i don't know what yeah, any other questions? I don't know. They've got a whole lot else on them. No, no. I, I think you, I think you covered it well. I think he was a, you know, I'd like to see him fight a Wookiee. That'd be fun. You know, it'd be a nice, nice grudge match there. See who's stronger. Uh, what? So, so the droid which zero, the droid. What? Um, what famous droid is that uh, similar to? I couldn't tell you. That that was that. As far as I'm aware, that's a fairly new 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 model new creation that wasn't that wasn't like one of the bounty droids or whatever no no i mean not unless it was heavily modified like no like like 4lom was a uh if memory serves was a uh a variation of a protocol droid like not all protocol droids are three yeah 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 Um, yeah but they had he had like the same body 
so yeah, similar body, like different head. Like I think, I think whatever uh, you know species put him together was like a bug type species. That's why the head looks yeah. a little more buggy. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, zero. I don't know. I don't know what what his deal was, um, or what, or even what kind of droid he, he, he was. Because let's face it, in Star Wars, most droids have like a a very specific function that they then maybe have a couple of other skills but they've like one like r2's an astromech he's he's a he's a ship mechanic he's just been around and has learned a bunch of other stuff to be useful you know 3po is a protocol droid who you know again due to time has maybe picked up a skill or two but uh i don't know what this dude deal was i mean i'm guessing pilot because that's what he was doing yeah um looked like it yeah that was that was really new well i which was was again refreshing yeah, his face seemed familiar. It seemed like his face was in, in something. Maybe it was in like a pile of, you know, um, like droid, you know, in the in the jaw was or something like oh, that. Oh, I mean, his, his helmet was there. I mean, yeah, it could have showed up in the background somewhere, um, in like a Jawa sequence or you know, in his you know, town, like yeah. a, an extra, so to speak. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't immediately recognize. Absolutely. All right. So. so the 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 creatures with like the snake dialex or some dialex or something. <laughs> Twilex, yes. Twilex. All right, all right, all right, all right. What do they have any special? I mean, we've seen them in like I think almost nearly. Geez, probably all the prequels. I think they threw those in there, and and I'm sure they even had it in the holiday special. They probably had them everywhere. Um, they, they seem like this is a common common species around. Oh, they they are they are. I I think I think they first you know the first one I think any of us saw was Bib Fortuna in Jabba's yeah. palace, there yeah. Return of the Jedi. So wow. I, and I think and I think they make brief appearances in just about everything, with the exception of the first two films, with the exception yeah. of you know New Hope and Empire, and that's just because well they hadn't made them yet. <laughs> you know in, yeah exactly in, you know in the film um no they're they're pretty they're 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 a pretty common race star wars wise um you know i mean humans are probably the most populous because that's how that goes and it's you know easier to cast and costume humans i think but uh twi'lex i would say probably come in second place because there are a lot of them um in the movies in the books and the you know and all the you know comics so on and so forth. Um, and like they come from Ryloth, which is like a, a dry, hot place, planet. But they're like all over the world. And like they're not, they're not really known for anything in particular. They're kind of like humans in that regard. You know, like Wookiees are good climbers and they're strong, you know, and Damarians are yeah. warriors, you know. Um, you know, Star Wars does a lot of, you know, pretty hardcore stereotyping or typecasting or whatever. Twi'leks kind of do whatever, kind of like humans do. Um, so, I mean, they, they tend to, you know, slim and dexterous. That's why you see them as, you know, dancers in Jabba's palace. And, you know, this, uh, the the female Twi'lek in this yeah, one being all, yeah, that's, you know. That's Bill, Bill Burr was just like an assassin. Like, he was just a good sniper, right? He was just a normal dude. Um, well, yeah, sharpshooter. And I, I particularly... 
to like that, you know, when he's introduced, he's like, he's an Imperial sharpshooter, and dude's like, yeah, that's not saying much. He's like, I wasn't, yeah, yeah. I wasn't a stormtrooper, smartass. Like, because I, I mean, yeah. in, even in world, they know the stormtroopers are not that great at shots, which is still ridiculous, but funny. That's really funny. But yeah, that's yeah. all. Yeah, he's just a, a trigger man. So overall, the plot, if, get me, get me right. So, um, they basically got Mando. Because his ship is so old that it's not picked up by technology. Um, and we're assuming this the Republic is basically, um, you know, Leia and Luke and their squad. So they basically got all these criminals doing stuff. And they have a ship manned by mostly droids. And uh, Mando has been brought in to this, like, outside guild. It's that, it seemed to me like it's, you know, they're doing, they're doing, like, bounty hunter things, but not necessarily associated. Does that sound right? Um, I mean, it, 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 I, I don't think it's as, as organized. Okay. Like, like there's, I mean, there's organized crime in Star Wars, like your, your bounty hunter guild, and then like, you know, gangster things like, you know, Jabba and his criminal empire and stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that yeah. does exist, but they're also, you know, for lack of a better word, a bunch of freelance criminals. Like, it seems to me, that um, dude who dude at the space station, whom I'm gonna call Bobby because that's what his character was in Sons of Anarchy, and God okay. forbid I get anyone's actual names right. No, uh, we don't but, do that know. here. We, <laughs> we don't do that. That's not our thing. But no. uh, you know, Bobby's got a space space station thing. You know, port looked like uh, you know a place where people come get their stuff fixed. Um, you know. Which seems geared towards, you know, your criminals and people like who need, you know, to go somewhere off the grid to have that done, you know, and, you know, is probably a place where, you know, criminal types just get together and hang out and plan their next thing. Like, I kind of get the, get the idea that, that Bobby was, is sort of a, you know, sort of a fixer, sort of a guy who, you know, oh, you need a thing done. I know some people let me, you know, arrange that for gotcha. you and I, and I take a cut, you know, or whatever, you know what I mean? Not so much a bounty hunter, but, but you know, sort of a guy who helps make connections between yeah. you know, people, puts together the crews. You know, the, you know what he reminds me of? Um, Reservoir Dogs. The, the, yeah. The, the big yeah. guy whose name I'm blanking on, who, you know, gives everybody the, the, the you know, you're Mr. Pink, you're Mr. Purple, that guy. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's how I envision this guy, what his role is, is he, he puts together the jobs, you know, he assembles the crew to send them off to do their thing. So, you know, and I'm I'm guessing in this case it's you know some of the crew are actually, hey I got my you know this guy, you know my brother I, I guess is the is the dude twin like is that like her brother or yeah that boyfriend? was that, that's what I yeah that was her brother that's, that's okay what we got, I couldn't remember so. if they said or yeah. if I just didn't assume that it was like hey I need my brother got you know clipped by the by the New Republic I need you know we need to get him off of this thing what can you do that's and it. he you know put together put together the crew um, that's it. That's exactly you know. what I took as. Yeah. And then the only reason they had uh, Mando was because his ship was old and wasn't picked up or like in the database anymore, which. I mean, I guess. I mean, it, 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 sure. Like that's, that's what it, they said. That's, <laughs> well, that's what they said. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm sure that's right. But that's another one of those things that's just, uh, you know, it can be either be irksome or you can, you know, consider it one of the charms of Star Wars is, you know. You've got all this fantastic technology all around yeah. you. 
but yet there are there are oftentimes things that are just like holes in it that yeah. don't make any sense that there should not be like come on seriously you you, you can build a, a a space station that can blow up planets but you can't have a database of all of the you know ships that are out there you know what i mean well like, i mean it makes sense but it does make sense why man the mandalorian would keep this ship if that's oh, like yeah. uh you it's know like, a benefit oh, of it right right no no like so, i said it it makes a certain kind of sense. It's just on another level, it's kind of like, man, that's weird. And, you know, yeah. like, okay, this the other ship doesn't have sensors. Like, okay, it might not be able to identify your ship, but it can tell that there is a ship out there. You yeah, know I mean? when you're and backing up, it doesn't beep. It doesn't have a reverse camera. You know, it right. doesn't have all the, the new features. Like, yeah, that was, um, that was funny. I not going to pick too hard. You know, it's well, fine. You know, you know, they it is mostly manned by droids. You know, it turns out there is a dude in there and he has right. some type of some beacon. So when they break in, they basically do their thing. They kill some droids. They do, you know, Mandalorian shows his uh, impressive, you know, prowess where he still gets kind of roughed up. But like the thing is, it's it's so nice. Once again, it's so nice to see him like struggle, but win as opposed oh, yeah. to just like in a lot of these movies, it's like, all right, the badass goes in there and one shot kills everything. And just, like, walks off and be like, yeah, I'm a badass. But the Mandalorian, like, showed he's a badass, but, you know, had to do some crazy thinking and, and got a little roughed up. And it was nice to see. Oh, yeah, he's working for it. Well, Absolutely. Like, spoiler for, for Rogue One. Um, but, you know, the, the end sequence of Rogue One was absolutely badass. You got Vader just, just walking through people oh, like yeah, it's yeah, nothing, yeah. hacking people down, whatever. And that's a badass sequence. Because Vader is established as, no, seriously, he is amongst the baddest of the asses, and he can yeah. do this. You know what I mean? If they Absolutely. pulled that kind of thing with the Mandalorian, I think that takes away from it. Yeah, like, no, I, I mean, it's just, well, all right, so when you cut to the chase of this entire episode, the fact is, this dude, and I was like, all right, man, he is he is straight up murdering people, um, you know, when they did him wrong. Because they all fucking did him wrong. Sorry for the oh, yeah. uh, sorry sorry to the children out there. I just dropped my first official f bomb I think on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but but for the most part, like they all did him dirty. It could have been even a thing where they brought him in saying, "Hey, you know what? We have a vengeance with this dude. Let's use him, and if we can screw him over in the process, let's do it." Because it seemed very right. orchestrated and planned. You know. As oh no. Yeah, I very much got the got the impression that, you know, their whole plan was we open the thing, dude comes out, we throw him in. Screw Mando. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I don't think that was like a spur of the moment. Hey, this will be fun kind of a thing. I didn't know that, yeah. was, that was that was baked into the plan. For exactly. Sure. Which which, you know, that whole cloaking device or not cloaking, but the whole ship thing could have been BS in the first place. Who knows? That could have just been like to bring him in. Nonetheless. Yeah. Um, I mean. The whole the whole aspect of him getting out, playing like uh, Michael Myers, like it, it became like a horror film at the end, which was like super awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Just the way he was gunning, taking people down. I mean, I legitimately thought he murdered every single one of them. And I was like, well, that's a unique take because like he put up such a fight not to like kill the, you know, the bucket head or whatever the heck they call right. him. Um, and and then at the very last scene, you see him, you know, you know, in, in that uh, transport, you know, and I'm like, wow, this, you know. It just makes him a like the best bounty hunter you could ever have because he's actually got morals in a sense, but he just does his job. It's almost like he's doing it because he has to, you know, right. or this is his living, but he doesn't have to be, you know, a complete psycho killer or I don't know. He, he you know, he values more, except 
when it comes down to it, like he's also a tricky guy where he dropped that beacon or whatever. And he knew full well that like, all right, you guys, you guys are going to try to screw me. Like he was just one step ahead. Yeah. And, um, I was like, I, you know, I, I got pretty darn excited, uh, when, when they pulled that out and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Cause you oh, knew yeah. they were going to portray him. You know, you like, you knew, you just knew that was going to happen that they were like, you know, go kill him and then right. pull out the beacon and then boom, X wings come in and light the place up. So I love the ending. I thought, I mean, I thought the whole episode in general was fun to watch, but the ending was a huge payoff. Uh, multiple multiple reasons you know like the whole sequence where he's got taking them out slash then you see what he did with them and then slash you know he drives away as they you know are our good friends from uh the rebellion come in or republic or whatever you're calling it nowadays (laughs) so overall what's what's your your general takeaways of everything i i i thoroughly enjoyed it um For many of the reasons that you just just said, also, um, you know, and yeah, as he's doing it, I I just expected he was murdering him left and right, like that. Me that, too, man. The, the end, the end reveal where they go to that, and I'm like, oh snap! And then on the second watch through, you know, I'm I'm looking, and it's like, yeah, I guess you know they never actually show him, you know, slitting slitting throats or you know, whatever. Like this is all this is all you know doable, so. No, it was pretty pretty good. I I, I enjoyed that considerably. Um, you know, and like I said, yeah, it was it was a good fun episode. They they you know there was a mission with complications that they got around, and it you know ended in his favor, and off he goes. And like I said, it's it's it was a good episode of television. I, I enjoyed it. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing you know what the next the next bit is. Um, yeah, they they only have two what two more episodes left. That's what I was going to uh, ask. Do we know how many episodes there are yeah, in a season? There are eight. What does that there look are like? Eight. Okay. There are eight for this. I mean, I don't think there's any hard and fast rules. When you're on stream and you do what you want, just like this episode was like long compared to the other ones. This was like 44 minutes, you yeah. know? Um, and that must be why I keep falling asleep. It's just too long for me. I can't handle that extra 10 minutes. <laughs> um, no, well, so, so, so there's eight episodes, which, um, and then there's already, I think they're either filming or uh, we know for a fact there's a season two. So like we, you know, spoiler that I don't think the Mandalorian dies, you know, but I do feel like, I do feel like they have to, um, start answering some questions maybe, you know? So like, yeah, I mean, they've got to at least tell us what is up. Like, I don't know that they're going to be able to resolve the whole baby Yoda thing. No, no. they've got to at least let us know what the deal is, why they wanted him, what his importance is like. Because I'll be honest, if at the end of, you know, episode eight, it's, hey, I happen to be at this place, and oh, you're the New Republic, here, I got this this Yoda kid, can you take care of this? Yeah, sure, cool. And nothing said about it, I'm going to be a little upset, like, without any kind of, here's who wanted him originally, and why. And, yeah, know, I just feel, it. like, yeah. I mean, I feel at some point, he's going to have to offload the baby. Like, I feel like that would make sense to be like a, okay, season one overarching mm-hmm. plot device. You know, he's got this kid, he's got to, you know, haul around and figure out what to do with. But, like, I, I don't know what that means, like, long term. Like, because you got to figure yeah. he's tr- he's got to be trying to get rid of this kid. Like, I mean, yes, he's got, you know, something of a, con- of a connection there. 
that they've been hanging out and he's being nice to it. No, you know, this was a terrible idea and, you know, whatever, you know, but I don't get the vibe. He's like, oh, well, I guess I'm an adoptive parent now. Like, this yeah. is, you know, this is the yeah. long haul. Like, yeah, I don't, I agree. I, I, I think like there, there's probably going to be a time. And I mean, it's, if, you know, I don't think, I can't imagine. I mean, I don't know if the executives or the filmmakers or directors or whatever would have known that Baby Yoda was going to hit pop culturally as it, as it oh, has. I mean, come on. I, I mean, they had to know. Uh, I mean, I would assume, but man, like it is, it is a big thing. Like it is, it is everywhere. So to offload him and say, well, yeah, we're not going to do it for season two. Like you're going to have some disappointment. So I feel like you have to figure something out where it's a combination, you know, just cause it's called the Mandalorian doesn't mean it can't have two like subplots going too. you know, like the baby. The, oh no. I, dude, I, it could become a chase. So like in pro wrestling talk, like the fact is a lot of the times you have the bad guy, like with the championship belt. And then you have the good guy kind of chase him because the fans just want to see him get beat and it's over, you know, so, like, I almost assume that it would make sense if he loses the child and the Mandalorian's next kind of run is chasing or trying to catch up to get that child back because that is his championship belt, so to speak. You know, oh, I think that would be fine. And I think that would work because the fact is, like, you know, then he can go out and be badass, not have to worry about the plot device of this child. And, you know, like, and then you can kind of follow two different things and he could be in this chase almost originally like what the first couple episodes were, or at least the first episode, you know, and now, right. and maybe that was part of the fun. You know, there was a, you know, there was a lot to it. Not that like this, not the child is causing any type of problem. I mean, for the most part, he does his thing. The child hangs out in the cockpit or with, right. you know, a mechanic or, you know, with a, you know, a, a shop owner. So like, or, or a bunch of child, like it's, it's fine. He's been finding very capable babysitters, you know, um, yeah. I, I might need to get in contact with him and be like, Hey, I need, I need some help with my child here. Get, get me somebody. <laughs> you know, it seems like he's, he's done an all right job so far, but yeah, yeah, I, I think two episodes ago, I would like to know what the heck's going on. Like we, we know what's up with that baby because we've been privy to Yoda and, uh, the force, but you know, right. this, so we know, but I mean, I'd like somebody out there to say it, you know, what the hell they were trying to do, or at least like. What's the purpose? Is there a grand scheme? You know, are they going right. to try to turn this thing into a Sith Lord so that way they can take back over? Who knows? Um, or they just want to kill it. I mean, even that's the, whatever. Um, but that would be yeah. fun. That would be fun to find that out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What else you got, Eric? I, I you know, I don't have much. It's uh, December is um, December is kicking my ass. Uh, it is busy in, in all the holiday sorts. And uh, had a week of illness, and now Lauren's a little under the weather, and the kids have exams and school plays and everything else you could think of. So, uh, mind you, I also have a child that is just as ordinary as Baby Yoda. So, uh, December oh, is. I'm, I'm thinking worse. <laughs> yeah, he's he's. he's I mean, I love him, but uh, Baby Yoda ain't that ordinary. He, he sometimes no. gets where he isn't supposed to be, but oh. Yeah, yeah, he's uh so. So yeah, it's uh, it's been crazy. Um, you know, it's been nice to actually chat. I'm really excited for Friday. Uh, I have my tickets, or I don't have my tickets yet, but this is the Ohio Valley. We're not really worried about sellouts. But I'm yeah. gonna go see, uh, gonna see the new film at 11:30. So, you know, everybody out there listening, come join. 
Let's pack the house. No, but I'm excited for the new film, although I'm not nearly as prepared um, as I normally am. I did watch A New Hope a little bit last night just for fun, but I think that's okay. more sparked. I think it's more sparred for me watching the Mandalorian kind of be like, yeah, let's go back. You know, let's look at some of yeah. the characters. So I feel the Mandalorian has stole a lot of my hype and thunder for the, for the star Wars film. Uh, but not that I'm not excited. I'm just, you know, normally, normally I would have like watched, you know, force awakens and the last Jedi and, and stuff up until then. But I think right. just in general, being busy, one thing. And then also, like choosing to rewatch the Mandalorian as opposed um, has kind of gotten away. Yeah. But what's what's your deal? I do you have a you have your ticket? I'm assuming. I've got yeah. L- Lily and I have tickets for Friday. Um, what time is your uh, what time are they showing it? Because I was looking for like a 9 a.m. or anything, and it's like the earliest they had was like 11. Oh, I mean they're showing it like a gazillion times. Like there are actually Thursday night shows. But uh, I can't do that because Lily has like exams on Friday, yeah. um, and also they're like sold out. Like, yeah, well, stay off the or, internet. That's they're all. not. Yeah. They're not. They're not sold out. They are, you know, because they're they're um, the theater I go to has like the recliner, nice seats, whatever, yeah. and they're it's all yeah. like reserved seating. Like uh-huh. the only seats are like single seats scattered throughout. So like yeah. trying to get Forget to. That. Yeah, like I can forget what time it is, but it's Friday evening. Um, found a spot that had you know two seats next to each other. I was like, cool, I'm doing there this. There you go. Um, yep. So now I'm looking forward to it. I haven't done any sort of pre. Like I'm with you. Like sometimes, I, you know, it's nice to like when I went to go see the Last Jedi. I you know queued yep. up, uh, you know, The Force Awakens to rewatch, um, which I've not done. I don't know how much I'm concerned about that though, really. Like, I remember I mean, what happened. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. These movies not be direct sequences. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's been the case for, you know, all of them. Like, you know, the episode four, they blow up the Death Star and they have the little, you know, ceremony thing. And next, like, it's not like oh what happened two minutes ago it's oh what happened like a year and a half ago you know what i mean yeah. so yeah it's not like it's not like avengers endgame one and two where it seems like yeah you might want to see the first one you know this, right. it's like i mean i'm not saying you don't want to see, you definitely want to see these ones but like you don't need to watch it right away to get all the little intricacies i'm sure they'll explain it perfectly fine and it all makes sense let's face it the you know the plot line of this is kylo ren is a bad guy that we think, you know, like he's a troubled person. Ray is troubled. There's uh, good versus bad. The the you know the what's in the new order or the the uh, what are they what are they first order? First order. Yeah, versus what are they the rebellion or the new republic Resistance. or whatever they're calling them. Resistance. There we go. So many of these things, all all starting with ours. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. It'll be good. I um I imagine that you and I have at least. One more episode of talking, uh, probably seven and eight of Mandalorian. And yep. by the way, by the way, I think the new Mandalorian comes out tomorrow or to what's today? Yeah, the ma- new Mandalorian comes out Wednesday this week because they're not doing it on Friday. So we get a new Mandalorian. Really? Um, yes, yes. It's why, called. Why? I mean, I'm not uh, complaining, but that's just. Why are you gonna? Well, because you're not gonna cannibalize the fan base and say, "Hey, go see our new film on Friday," while also staying home and watching uh... an hour of Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, okay. Syner- I gotcha. Synergy, I gotcha. my friend. 
it all goes together. So that makes sense. I gotcha. So that is fun. So we'll, um, but you and I will have at least two episodes there and we'll have an entire movie to talk about. So your Todd cast, if if you're not, if you're not a fan of star Wars, you might as well just take the uh, month off, you know? Well, here's, here's the other thing I'm thinking. Um, rather than do epic two hour, um, star Wars episodes, Mm-hmm. I think I might start breaking them up into, into sure. single episode chunks and then releasing them simultaneously with non-Star Wars content. That's sort it. Of a, a double drop. <laughs> that um, makes sense. Well, we'll um, you, know, that, you know, yeah. And I mean, the fact is you don't have to, yeah. A, d- a nice double drop or, you know. We're, we're well, handling like, out some Star Wars content here. And, oh, um, we are. Um, you know, and I just know that some of my listeners are not nearly as Star Warsian as I as no, I are. No, um, no. I you know. I don't know if my if my friends that typically jump on or whatever like that. I don't know how many are listening to Star Wars or not. I know I know if they talk about fantasy football, we get some. But right, mind you, mind you, it is also fantasy football um, playoffs in which I um, was awful this year. So I'm out of Hell? out of all playoffs. There'll be no money in my future for fantasy football this year, this year. Uh, that's sad. I'm sorry. I, you know, I had, well, no, it, it was, it was a blessing. I uh, had a couple extra weeks of not having to pay attention to football. Okay. Well, you know, deal. I said December, December was already busy, you know, taking one thing off the list was fine for me. Fair enough. Cool. Well, thank you, Eric, for talking star Wars with me. Anytime. Like you said, like said we, we've got some more coming up and we'll, we'll make it happen. Thank you, sir. All right, Tom. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast.